With a Democratic majority in the House and Senate, we will deliver bold progress for the people when we have President Joe Biden in the White House. Smugglers and cartels exploiting chaos at the border. What anybody who has bought anything already knows, prices for just about everything are going up. We are clearly in cities seeing a rise in crime. It's a fact. Scenes of panic and pandemonium at Kabul airports. It's a chaotic exodus. Not every American who wants to leave has left. Crisis at the border. There is a significant surge of migrants crossing illegally into the U.S. Nobody has put women and children uh, under more danger than President Biden has. Democrats can't protect us across the world. Democrats can't protect our street. And Democrats can't protect us at the border. How did President Biden get this so wrong? Because he will be an extraordinary president. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. I'm your host, Wayne Dupree, and let's see. How do we... It was like this last... Okay, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Let me put it down here. Extraordinary president. Extraordinary president. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Wayne Dupree. We got Blue Bella, and we also have the Godfather, Hutch Bailey Jr. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Happy Friday. Share the show, please. MyPillow.com. <laughs> we are so random. Promo code Wayne. We look. We we are so we're so random. Just like this guy. Look, I know there's a lot of noise in Washington. There always is, but it seems to me a little more than usual now. And by the way, parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Maryland Granola Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state to state convincing people that they put allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. What the hell? Uh, American Oil Company. And he goes, the Melican Auto Company. What's wrong with him? <laughs> oh, no, no, man, that's America. American Oil Company. Melican Oil Company. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, my word. Breaking, new, breaking news um, before, before we start the show. 18 former NBA players charged with defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan. So, um, <clears throat> stupid criminals, man. I mean, for some reason, you know, people think that they're just going to get away with it. They, I mean, they just think nobody's ever going to find out. Why would you have to do this? Don't you have money? That's the thing. These people, I mean, money. it's like a, that's like an NFL guy getting caught smoking weed. It's like, yeah. dude, couldn't you have like chilled out for like two more years? You could have been, yeah. yeah. It, it blows me away. They, they don't even realize the opportunity that they have. Right, exactly. Or to live that life and be angry. Um, and that and that just came across the uh, thing. But listen, y'all. Um, I I mean, you you can look at it two ways. But many many conservative websites are saying that Mitch McConnell caved. I see the question out there. Do to many of you, do you think he caved? Or another way of looking at it was he gave them more time. What's that old saying? You um, you give a person enough rope so that they can hang themselves. Hang himself. Yeah, he gave them more time to hang themselves. I was gonna say that. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's like he gave them more time to hang themselves. But he wasn't saying that Republicans were going to jump on to whatever they were going to do with the extra time. But you know, no, he said the opposite. He said that they're that he said the Democrat controlled government can do what they got to do on reconciliation. Right. You know, and, no one's going to vote for it. But I, I still. Yeah, they gave him till December to make more yeah. of a mockery of themselves. The thing about it is, his fighting. poll numbers were tanking. By I mean, you, you never. There's something in, in war and politics 
that if somebody is self-destructing, you stay the hell out of his way. That's yeah. right. And that's yeah. what he should have done, in my opinion. He should have let them shut the government down. Dude, whatever you got to do. Go ahead. I mean, right. It's like, shut it down. Right. You like, you ain't really hurting. Look, I mean, isn't it, isn't it weird that as soon as a report comes out that polling yeah. shows that the American people are going to blame the Democrats for a shutdown, that Mitch McConnell bails them out right away. Right. I mean, to me, that's ruling class 101 right there. Mitch oh, McConnell yeah. wants that money just as bad as Chuck Schumer does. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't think, I mean, look, middle class Americans and those be under middle class have seen hardships. They've already been through bad times. They, they understand, well, most of them know how to get back up on their feet. They know how to roll with the punches. So if you shut the, so if you really shut the government down, people, aren't people still going to be able to do things? I don't know. I mean, well, we lived through a government shutdown. Remember there was one. I thought we did. I thought. Yeah. And nothing really changed. It it was like a five day shutdown and some people didn't get their paychecks and they were okay. I mean, we might not be able to go to the park, a government park or something, but that doesn't really like stop us from living does it no, no they, they use it they use the political as a political weapon and they'll they'll try to get big contingencies like uh veterans or retirees or social security recipients and, and try to threaten those uh just for political purposes but i don't think the government's ever shut down not not really i mean maybe in right right, right just in a certain right. sense but right. not completely shut down yeah i mean you know they they are going to turn the lights off and, and nobody in government ever, ever misses a paycheck mm-hmm. for any reason. True that. True that. So um, really just false words, I guess, when they say but, shut down. Right. So again, I mean, do y'all think he caved by offering that? You do? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. explain. Uh, again, like I said, I think that Biden was on a trajectory down mm-hmm. as far as public perception and, and mm-hmm. competency. And I think he should have continued. I think a circus at that level, first of all, it stops them from doing any other damage. You know, they're not, they're not legislating. They're worried about this. Mm. And to me, yeah, let's have a clown show. Go ahead. You know, you, you, <laughs> why have a debt ceiling if you raise it every time? There's no debt right. ceiling. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many times have we talked about this? I mean, it's, it's, this is oh, not yeah. something new every year. It's I not mean, something new, but Republicans, we're getting blamed for it all the other times for and, once right. it's the Democrats and man, Mitch, you don't know how to fight or you're on their side. I don't know which it is. Well, no, both. well, if Democrats were getting blamed for it, it was on the conservative side. Cause all I kept seeing on the TV was Republicans getting blamed. As a matter of fact, there was a, <laughs> you know what? I got it too. I got it. I damn. You have a video for it. Yep. I got a little chart here just to give you a little visual. Almost eight trillion during the Trump administration, six hundred and seventy-six billion during the Biden administration. So, what Senator McConnell is refusing to do is to pay the debts of what were rung up under his leadership when he was in the Senate. Still continues to be, of course, and when Trump was president. See, that's disingenuous See, right there. I, exactly. Right. Because because let me throw let's let's go back two steps before that. <laughs> right, right. And let's go right. to George W. Bush's debt right. of eight hundred and fifty billion dollars mm-hmm. and Obama's debt of ten trillion dollars exactly. the very next year. Right. And and also, not only that, but she showed his whole presidency. Joe and Biden's been in office this long. Yeah. I understand what she showed. Yep. That was a two point eight trillion dollar less figure than what Obama gave him. He yes. saved money. He cut money off of that debt. And that's disingenuous and dishonest. Wow. And that's why people vote for these fools. Yep. That's, a lot that's like, like that. that is a CCP move right there. I thought that yeah. when I saw that, I was like, I cannot believe that she didn't add Obama's in there. Now, yeah. now so no. glad I read that before the show, man. I mean, I yeah. saw <laughs> on, on a different level. I mean, I, I just right. got lucky. Yeah. And those numbers, when I saw that 7.8, it's like, wait a minute, man, that was over 10. Yeah. When Trump took office. Because yeah. remember, Obama, he he increased the debt more than all the other presidents combined. 
But you know what? Do the math. The next president's going to take over Joe's debt. That's going to obviously be much bigger. Mm -hmm. But you know what they're saying? They're saying that Obama. The only safe, well, the only saving grace that the Democrats are are getting out of Obama spending more is that they're saying Obama spent ten, close to ten trillion in eight years, where Trump spent that seven point whatever in four. Um, but then you also look at it like, oh, and and they've also and they also have said, y'all. That um the Democrat that uh that the Republicans, well the Democrats, help pay for Obama's stuff during Trump's time in office, and I was like, well, Democrats never turn down spending money like this anyway, so I don't even and know like, why you were bringing that the up. The thing is, it's not new that the when Obama raised the debt to ten trillion dollars, we didn't pay it back. No, that's still there. Yeah, that yeah got inherited by say. Trump. Right, and Trump made some financial moves and made tax cuts and other things and took two trillion dollars off the top of that. Yeah, well, not only you know, he didn't just... spend seven point eight trillion dollars. No. He spent what the omnibus. He one was a trillion. And I'm one, sorry to say, one was one point three. The other was one point seven nine six or one point seven. It totaled like three point one trillion. In ten months, by the yeah, Republicans, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, by the Republicans. But yeah. then again, that money, according to, and I and I just saw a video earlier this morning. Even Kevin McCarthy says it. The that money that it, you raise the debt ceiling for is for stuff that's already been spent. I don't believe that. I do not I think that this is the ghost I, of Christmas past. Yeah, this I is not either. the ghost of Christmas past. I don't believe it at all. I, again, this is a Trojan horse to get them to pay for more Democrat spending to push in the socialism that they and, want. And let's not pretend this is normal either. No, let's, it's not normal. There's a way to fix this, and it's to have a budget. We haven't had a budget since George W. Bush. Yeah. I mean, I think even before him, did he even have a budget? You know, we have these reconciliations and these omnibus bills and and all this debt ceiling, you know, this this should be taken care of at the beginning of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... Well, thank and now you, it's Teresa. normal. It's the new normal. No budget. Love- We're just going to do what we want. And it, see, the thing about omnibus, omnibus is, means no rules. Right. Omnibus, you can spend it on whatever you want. There's nobody writing it down. You know, the FBI doesn't track Antifa. Right, <laughs> right. Teresa right. says, I love watching these three together. Thanks. Or Teresa, Thank yeah, Teresa Scott. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got issues. We've got major issues and they're lying to us. That's what is so frustrating. I know we want to talk the money and the trillion dollars, but when you scratch it down deep into the surface, the ugly rotting roots of this is they're lying to us. This is not for past issues. This no, is a Trojan not. horse, just it's like not. the whistleblower is a Trojan horse, just like, you know, you don't have to wear your masks after you get the vaccine Trojan horse. How much more can we be lied to in the next three years? That's always been my question. That's been my question all week, not to change the subject, but how much my more of this is, can we take? My thing is you keep hearing them when they pass the omnibus bill or when they're trying to pass these omnibus bills or when they're trying to pass these trillion dollars. They always say, oh, this stuff is already paid for. It's already paid for. They, they do. They say, this yeah. stuff is paid for. And now we're coming up. Well, we need this so we can pay for stuff that is behind us. The, the stuff. For, I, I mean, I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it why there aren't more marches. And I, and I know marches really don't do much anything. But if you mean it, if you really mean it, it could mean something. I don't see why more Americans don't say, you know what? I'm going to Washington this weekend. You, you know, I saw something about that, but I don't know if you remember Wild Bill for America. I remember Wild Bill. Yeah. He said something one time. It was, I forget, it was five years ago or something like that about marching on Washington. He said, yeah, we need to march on Washington. Don't bring no garbage bags. Don't clean up after yourself. Right. Go in there and make a statement. And let's do it at night. And everybody needs to bring a road flare with them. 
you know, and then some lady in the crowd, he was talking about late. Well, you know, somebody might get hurt. We should use the battery operate. No, no road flares fire at night. A million people. You want to get their attention. That'll get their attention. And I was like, see, this is why we never get anywhere. Cause we clean up after ourselves and we're so nice and polite and these freaking animals on the left with their black lives matter and their Antifa and everything else. Uh, and that's why they get their way. They that's they exactly play dirty. It. Yeah, they play dirty. They fight dirty. They know how to get a job done, and they will do whatever it takes. The Hillary Clinton. Bullies are going to get your lunch money until you punch them in the mouth. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And we just keep on giving them our lunch money, Hutch. That's it. Every, look, Mitch McConnell just did it. Here's some lunch money. That guy, man, he irritates me something fierce. Yeah, I mean, he's all him, him and Kevin McCarthy have always irritated me because – I see, I see who they are. And I'm sorry that President Trump know. Now, I mean, I'm, and. I hope he sees it now. You notice I paused there because he, during the whole time that President Trump was in office, I was like, man, man, just, just, just do something about Mitch, President Trump. Just, oh, just do something about Didn't Mitch. he back him again? It took him three years to even say anything bad about him. About right, exactly. I mean, That's what I'm talking on. about. He had to know. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, well, then it makes McCarthy, McCarthy, the same thing. McCarthy was a piece of was a piece of crap. Still by, is. Preceded by Paul Ryan, and I was like, you want to call out somebody? You want to bring the dogs for 2020? Start telling. The, you're on the base that these people aren't working. I mean, you stood up for your inauguration and said, it's these people behind you. So don't clam up now. Paul Ryan, um, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and I don't know who is behind Mitch McConnell in the Senate, but they Cornyn. ain't working. Who? Bob Cornyn, John Cornyn. The guy from Texas. None of them are working. No. Get Barrasso, rid of Lindsey Graham. Barrasso, get, Lindsey Graham's one of the worst. Yeah. Lindsey Graham. He should have got rid of Fauci. He should have pardoned Julian Assange. I'm not sure how he was making some of these let me, choices. Let me tell you about Lindsey Graham, too. Lindsey Graham chairs the... He doesn't chair it, but he's a ranking member on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham is single-handedly allowing every single Biden judicial pick to sail through his committee. Mm-hmm. Not putting up one... Thank you, Tucker Carlson, for that information, by the way. Mm. Uh, that's invaluable information. Lindsey Graham has to go. Well, he has to thing. be retired. And here's the biggest thing that everybody forgets to remember or doesn't understand. The Democrat Party, you're looking at them politically when you have to look at them as a pyramid scheme, because that is what the Democrat Party is. They're one gigantic pyramid scheme. And if you know anything about pyramid schemes, it's about ripping off the little guys and taking all the money to the top. And then you get everybody to be obsessed with you and work for you and do dirty deeds done dirt cheap, kind of like ACDC. And that is how they get all this done. They are an amazing, magnificent pyramid scheme that we can't stop. We don't know how to stop them because we're going, oh, we're too high and mighty for the pyramid scheme. No, we want to get a second term in. We're afraid of this. We need to get dirty. We need to be the dirtiest, ugliest pyramid scheme there ever was. That's how you beat them. There's another word. There's another word for that, too. It's called communism. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you get rid of when you get when you rob all the all the people on the bottom, eliminate the middle class. Now you got the bosses and the peasants. How do you how do you work that pyramid scheme? That that uh, that communist. Well, you you go out and get young communists who are. Have you ever been to an Amway meeting with somebody talked to you up and it's like, you know what? You have a great way of talking to people. <laughs> And you and and they noticed that you can Obama. talk to a lot yes, of people. That's what Obama did. Pyramid know, scheme king. He's the poster child of pyramid schemes. They know that you can talk to a great crowd and have a lot of followers. So then they bring you in, and now you're you're not I'm even at bronze. You're not even at bronze. You're at gold yeah. or platinum, and that's where this person is. When a bill passes that is underfunded that only gives a crumb, you get that crumb. 
Because when you only give some and not all, then some people get nothing. Yeah. 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 Some people get yeah. nothing. Yeah. Who gets nothing? We get nothing. Yep, we get yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if y'all know yet by now, but I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> when you tell me isn't something better than nothing, what I hear, what you're actually telling me, isn't something for you better? Yep. Yeah. Isn't yep. something for you better? Yes. And why don't you accept nothing so that I can get something? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what that's what is actually being said. That's a time share meeting. That's exactly what they sound like when you get in there. Check this out. She's part of them, but she's telling but she's talking like she's part of them. You, you see what I'm saying? She's part of the people that's causing the issues and the problems, and she's the one that's getting all the money, or she's getting a lot of money, especially with her campaign crying and, and bitching and moaning. But she's saying, but we're getting nothing. Right. We're if, getting nothing. Like you don't get anything, we don't get anything. That's how the well, timeshare works. Well, for her, it's that they get something, but we don't get anything. But she's not part of we. She's part of them that gets. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I, I can't I believe she still has. I mean, you look at some of the people that are representing districts in this country, man. It's just, well, she's a perfect example. I mean, how do you vote yeah. for somebody like that? Right. And the, and the wordings that she uses, a better alternative. That's what they use in timeshare meetings. When, when they tell you the initial cost of the timeshares, 22000 but then your maintenance fees are 9000 So a total of 10,000, 10 years is 31000 And then you divide that by 70, and it's only going to cost you $450. But for you, it's free. It's free. It's free, right? Just like what Jen says. I mean, this is what they do. And they do a damn good job at it. And then they put visuals. They put visuals. On, mm -hmm. on boards for you so that way they can show the press and then the press pool takes it back to the American public and sells it to them like a timeshare. That's all back to the schools, back to the schools, the, the element that you need for that to be successful is people have to be stupid, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I don't use that as derogatorily as it sounds, but when you have an audience or a large group of people that reacts because there's a graph up there that isn't true, mm -hmm. um, nobody checks. Uh, it's, it's easy to lie to people. Sure know? thing it is. And, and I think that they realize they can get away with it once. And I go back to Fauci. He really lied through his teeth during the Trump administration. He made Trump look terrible. And he was able he to do that. He should be in prison. He should be. Really, he should. It, it, worse than that. Um, but, you know, he, he's the one who's starting to grab. Hold on. If he should be in prison, then everybody else that allowed him to 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 everybody just said you know what yes let's do what he said what i'm talking about why he should be in prison is by instituting that biological warfare shit by, From, by making that virus to you. where it can catch in human beings by deliberately doing that i agree with taxpayer agree. money yep. he should be in prison we outlawed that shit decades ago right mm -hmm. right okay all right but i just i just get i know what you're saying yeah i mean i have to blame our leaders yeah and 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 especially the the um the crack cocaine governors because when the governor found out how much power that they really had oh man the, even the republicans that's what i'm talking about even even ohio's dewine he got Mar stupid maryland's governor got stupid too yeah hogan too yeah well, peter navarro said he begged trump to get rid of fauci begged him and what did he say he was afraid that it would hurt. So Peter Navarro was in a meeting with Trump and Fauci, and Fauci started to scream at them about the China ban, travel ban, mm -hmm. saying that it was not right and that we shouldn't do this. And Peter stepped back and thought, holy man, Fauci thinks he's smarter than everybody else in this room. He is going to hurt this presidency. Twice, Peter went to Trump and said, look, this guy's no good for you. And Trump was worried about a second term and how that would look because the media had already propped up Fauci as a god. Mm -hmm. So Trump was more worried about image than he was. He he didn't want to take that gamble. He thought it was a better gamble to keep Fauci on. And then if something goes wrong, blame Fauci. Mm -hmm. But the problem was Fauci was more powerful than Trump. 
So when Fauci blamed Trump, the media gathered with Fauci. Let's not forget to the other element of that, what you said uh, about him saying about the China ban. Is Fauci owned by China? Because yeah, the Wuhan virus was a uh, partnership between the Chinese Communist Party and the U.S. Department of Health, whatever the hell he's, NIH. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's got connects there already. Fauci's compromised. So, I think so, too. End of story. Uh, he has to be. There's no other reason for it. Why would he say, hey, look, on CNN or MSNBC, hey, you're not doing much work now because everybody's got the shot that wanted it and no one else is listening to you. They hate you, Fauci. Why stay on? Now, they didn't ask it like that, Hutch, but they said, do you really think you need to be on? What did he say? Yeah, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I absolutely. Fault. Right. I absolutely am not going anywhere. He's compromised and he can't go anywhere. He's got to keep pushing this out and peddling this out. Well, check this out. Indeed, you do have personal liberties for yourself, and you should be in control of that. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, You have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. Wow. That guy should be nowhere near any kind of power. That's, that's, wow. No, no. we are not suspending the Constitution for your pencil neck. Wow. There's a time where you have to give up. For the greater good of society. That's what we're trying to tell him. It's the greater good of society if he gives up and stops and lets someone else take over. But you don't give up liberties for society. You know what I mean? Liberties are not, they're they're unalienable. Well, he's saying that you should. I know he's, that's that's why I'm getting rid. No, I know. I know. It's, uh, and this is what we have to teach our kids because our kids see stuff like that. And they go right to the emotional side, right to the logical side. They have no idea what America is. And, you know, we did not suspend the Constitution during any other pandemic. No nope. ones that really kill people. Nope. Not this bullshit. Ones and that check, really kill And check this out. More people were dying during the AIDS thing than... than um, and it was his fault. But, well, he was trying to figure out how, how to fix it, but yeah. I mean, well, that's what he's doing with this, and he's not doing a good job. But he's not trying to fix it. He's trying to control you. You can hear it in his voice. Control. There comes a time when you're a member of society and you benefit from the benefits of being in society. Like you're very lucky you're in my society, Mister. <laughs> now take the shot. So, so listening to him saying it's time, probably you know, you got to give up your liberties for society. Now they're. Now they're trying. Well, now they're trying to humanize him. When I think about my dad growing up, I certainly think about that seriousness. But very few people get to see <laughs> he's funny, weird, and really playful. God help us. In 1981, HIV-AIDS was evolving rapidly and frighteningly. There was anger at the government's response. When you got sick, you were gone fast. It's affecting you now. Yeah. Why? Post-traumatic stress syndrome. When COVID hit, he became this target. My dad said, we're going to get through this whole thing. And he's held back. You don't do it because you want to make money. You don't do it for the glory. You do it because you care. When you're involved in a race to stop a horrible disease, you always feel you're not doing things quickly enough. You know, (laughs) you would think he's running for president of the United States. (laughs) He probably is. And he's not doing it for the money. But he had a freaking swimming pool in the 70s. Yeah, I saw that. I saw and that. Nobody had a swimming pool in the 70s. Yeah, I know I didn't. I had to go down to the community one. There you go, <laughs> boys club. Yeah. They wow. Peter Navarro called Fauci evil, too, for his um, role in the gain-of-function research prior to the outbreak. Yeah. And Fauci came to Congress and said he didn't have any role in that. 
he has yeah. nothing to do with that as he until he met Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that that Rand Paul exchange. But how was, do you uh, how do you stop him? Fire him. I don't know. Uh, see, they love him. They love him. They have they called the Fauci Alchi when they when people get their vax. They call it the Fauci Alchi. They they have little stickers that say, I got my Fauci Alchi. These people mm. love him. I said, My God, maybe he's the Antichrist because he's can't he's <laughs> went and came back twice now. You know, he came with AIDS, now he's back. Everybody on the left loves him. What happened to Burks, man? Well, that's just it. She, from what I understand, was she botched it just Family. as bad as him, but she's afraid to show her face in public because she doesn't want the harassment. So she's trying to stay out of it as much as she can. I think she's smart woman. Them. Yeah, she's begged the administration to to go completely mum on all of it. So they have completely let her out of all of it because she's petrified. Because she knows she's no better than them. Right. She's done one interview, I think, since then. See, that's the thing about this whole cabal. It's like they're banking on the fact that this this story, these stories, multitude of stories, are never going to be told. Right. They're banking on that. I mean, why else would you sicken the FBI on America, yeah. on parents? I that's not going to have repercussions. I'll be honest with you. Short of us getting whistleblowers in the FBI, DOJ, uh, Fauci's crew, um, I don't. I don't know if it can be fixed. Oh you yeah. Need whistleblowers that can come out and show emails that show the terrible side of Fauci. You need whistleblowers in the FBI that know things that we don't. That can show who their true colors are. Right now, the true heroes in America are not the people getting the vaccines. It would be the whistleblowers inside of these three-letter control agencies like the CDC, the NIA, <coughs> the WHO, the FBI, the DOJ. We need whistleblowers now. But to me, I don't, I mean, I think that the world that we live in right now, the, for me, I think the world that we currently live in, unless it affects your pocketbook, it just goes right over your head. That's I don't care. I don't care how many whistleblowers come out and say whatever they gonna say whatever they want to say. You might join a GoFundMe and give them a little money for losing their job and stuff, but in about a week or two weeks, you you basically have forgot. Now it'll stick in your head what the whistleblower might have said. But well, that's interesting you say that because I'm not talking about one of those weak whistleblowers. I'm talking about let's see the Fauci emails that say. Hey, I'm screwed. I had it. I I we actually saw, funded the Wuhan. But we I, saw yeah. we saw Hillary's emails. What did I, didn't, I didn't really see anything major in them. Well, I mean, you know, we we heard about it, and what is well, she doing? She's she's not she, the president, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, she's still getting her money and living on Lesbian Island and sitting back. And, and you know her people are still everywhere. McCullough, Fauci, drinking. Hillary's kind of a tough one to use an example for because she's untouchable. Um, I would like to just see a whistleblower that comes out and blatantly has something so bombshell that the media has to cover it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think what I you need to get to fix these agencies, what you need is a strong executive with a plan. If they do Who's it, that? that's Trump. what you need. It would be Trump or whoever gets elected on our side. That needs to come in there. Certainly, they realize the situation, or they shouldn't be president. <laughs> if they, so, if yeah, it comes, if it comes in from my side, they're gonna be public enemy day one, sure. day one. So I mean, but you're it, still the boss, and you can still fire anybody. But and didn't Trump have that time to do that? He didn't do it. It was his biggest mistake. You know why? So, you know why? Because the because he trusted people. Because the media and the Democrats were making the idea of working for Trump a very bad one. It was hard. I mean, what? He was halfway three three years into his four year his first term, and he still had thousands of jobs that had not exactly. been filled yet. So, right. And why? Why aren't you going to go work for Trump? Well, I don't want to be um, classified as racist, or I I don't want to be in a um, in administration. These people were afraid to go to work for him. Well, the Senate was holding it up too, in fairness. Oh, yeah, fairness. yeah. Yeah. They were holding but, it up, but you're right. But the applications he, were down because of, you know, yeah, being Doxing. labeled. Right. And, and and they knew just as soon as they put the name in that the media was going to be all in their business. And a whole lot of people are like, eh, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. You remember the insurrection at the Supreme Court building when they were selecting, uh, Whoever Brett the hell Kavanaugh? they were selecting. Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh? Banging on the door. 
Mm. Oh, that was no, that was just just women voicing their opinion. No insurrection there, right? Is that what they said? Every five minutes, somebody would stand up and start the proceedings so that they can. Even um, Alyssa Milano went through there. there They had tape of them getting paid. They had tape of those people getting paid outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, we were talking about Hillary Clinton's people are out there right now, right? Um, There, there might be some movement for Hillary for 2024. We don't know. I mean, listen, if the Democrat Party was smart, they would run Hillary. But we got to get Democrats out to vote. We are facing a lot of headwinds from Washington, as you know. The president is unpopular today, unfortunately, here in Virginia. So we have got to plow through. That's Terry McCullough. Yes, it is. Eric Butterworth was in the corner. <laughs> He's a wallet glad, the gay glasses. <laughs> happy glasses, happy. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, Clint, Clinton. Terry Rodham, Terry Rodham McAuliffe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Terry McCullough was like, Biden's not popular here in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I, look, Democrat. Democrats are going to lose a lot in 2022, and it's and it's because they better. The only the only way the only way for them not to and and I don't put it past the Republicans to give it to them. I don't. I I really I don't, don't. I really don't. I mean, they. I mean, they did it with the Afghanistan thing. The Afghanistan thing should have been going on until the 2022 um, election. It's off the page. They don't talk about the thirteen. They don't talk about that anymore. On and and that and that pissed me off as a veteran. So, you know, I, I just I just look at it like it's it's going to be a route or it should be a route. It should it be. Should a be. Route. It definitely should be. And I, I still think what the president should have. I mean, if you're going to come in and blow the country up, blow the damn thing up. Right. You know, he came in what he should have done about he, he could have noticed it as soon as they made ranks previous as chief of staff, as soon as he did that, he saw how he acts and he saw uh, Paul Ryan, even before the election, Paul Ryan's telling people not to support him. Sure He's the speaker of the house. What he should have done was he should have got on Twitter and he should have said, look guys, uh, what I want you to do by midnight mm-hmm. is I want you to get out of the Republican party. Yep. Become independents. I don't know. I, I think I think it was That's a slow kind of, learning process for him. It must have been a real slow learning process because, you know, it was year three and a half whenever Fauci got in and he should have got rid of him. I'm definitely disappointed with that. I don't think that I, I maybe I have to look this up, but I heard something one time. So I'll just use that. And you I'm said that positive. Fauci couldn't get out. No, that the president couldn't fire him. I looked into that and that they said that he could fire him. I did too, but I re, I remember hearing that though. Maybe okay, I'll, I'll believe. They said they couldn't fire him from his government position, I guess, but they they could have let him go from being the speaker of COVID. He, yeah, Trump yeah, could have picked someone yeah. else. Yeah, and he was trying to do that with Dr. Burks, but she didn't right. work out well either. And it with the other one too, the other one that he brought on that was talking smart, Robert and the, and the media the media eviscerated him. Not to was use it the Robert Redfield one? Was it him? I think so. Yeah, there was one guy for a brief period that mm-hmm. sounded really good, you know, and then next thing you know, this guy's a white supremacist or something. I don't know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was breaking news 10 minutes ago. I don't know if this will amount to anything, but multiple ambulances were dispatched on scene where several students who are reportedly feeling very sick for unknown reasons at Kingston Elementary School in Massachusetts. That's very odd. You don't see that a lot. So there's some breaking news for you. And that's why we're live. It's one of the bonuses. Being there you go. All right, Jen. Did the president ever consider asking Democrats to use reconciliation earlier this year to lift the debt limit and avoid potentially cratering markets and affecting the American people? If this is such an economic risk, why give McConnell any say at all? Why let McConnell off the hook or Republicans off the hook? I mean, this is their debt that they uh, chalked up themselves. Um, This is a period of time where we could easily solve this in the next two days uh, and easily do that through allowing Democrats to be the adults in the room, despite the fact that Republicans spent like drunken sailors over the last four years before President Biden took office. So it's easy to get it done. We did not need to start a long procedural process 
that's exactly what that would be. We're not ruling out options because, as we sa I said in response to an earlier question, we have to get this done. We have to get this done to ensure that people don't worry about their retirement savings, don't worry about uh, about. <laughs> I mean, somebody put her on a bus and send her to Wisconsin, where all the Afghan guys are. That woman there. I, I mean, the drunken sailors. Can you believe drunken yeah. sailors? That's offensive towards sailors. She's stereotyping <laughs> sailors that they're all drunks. But, but it Her, was the Republicans. The arrogance, man. The arrogance is. But it was the Republicans. But yeah. Oh, they my. were going to save the retirement. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. That's like part of the plan is to rob retirements oh in your plan. It was and the then Republican. she pointed to the graph again. Here's my CCP yeah. graph. Yeah. Right. Take a look at my China graph. I mean, I I didn't see that yesterday, but when I saw those videos, I was like, "Ooh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put these on here," because I don't know if, I don't know if our audience seen it, but she really has become. Well, she's she's angry. She's Karen, man. That's Karen now. She she's leaving at the end of the year. Leaving so. I mean, but I think she's one of the da most dangerous people in the Joe administration. I do, because she's the one that is putting the information out there to the people, so she can spin it any way she wants, and she's very good at that. And those people that want to believe her are believing her. So Joe can say anything he wants, and then she takes it back to the room and spins it and says, "No, he actually meant this." Well, she spins what they tell her to spin. I mean, she's reading. She does a good of a job. She, right. she does a good job at it. Well, you know the people. The people don't get no sleep. I mean, they they add and add pages to that big ass book that she bring out all the time. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. she just. She, I don't believe a word she says. She's not believing. Well, it's all me. lies. It's all lies. But she, it when you're telling when you're just speaking to your base and they believe you, then yeah, yeah. that's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, it's I mean, all word salad. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back. I'll go back to Mitch. I'll go back to Mitch because this is. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I understand. I believe me. I understand how people think that he cave. I've seen. I mean, Republicans always cave. So we've seen Republicans cave all the time. Um, but this is this is Mitch. Well, good afternoon, everyone. On the reckless tax and spending bill, it's pretty clear the president has uh, picked a side. He signed up with the progressives came up and tanked his own infrastructure bill. And as a result of that, they've obviously taken a one-month pause, which leads me to addressing the death ceiling. I said in July, I said in August, I said in September, there's a clear path to achieve raising the death ceiling, which must happen. America must not ever default, and doing it with Democrats only. During the previous reconciliation, they got a ruling from the parliamentarian that it's possible to amend the budget resolution. It's called a 304 process. They've had plenty of time to execute the debt ceiling increase and have chosen not to do it. Now they have plenty more time because clearly the pause button has been pushed on the larger reckless tax and spending bill. I implore them one more time not to play Russian roulette with the American economy. We've been down this path before when you did not have divided government and the party and the majority got the job done. They need to do this. They have the time to do it. And the sooner they get about it, the better, to make sure the markets and the American people know that, as usual, the American government will never, ever default. I'm so sick of old people over the age of 80. If you're over the age of 80, you need to get the hell out See of here. See how she slipped that in there? I know, I know, I know. I, know. Oh. <laughs> I am. I am. Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi. 
Joe Biden, if you are over the age of 76, get out of our politics now. I'm serious. Get out of our politics. I can't take another day of it. Those people, I mean, there they were, Barrasso, You know, why, why do we, why'd you give them time, Mitch? Why didn't you let the grenade explode in front of them? Right. Because he's you part know, of them. I know he is. I know well, all those people are. Everybody in that shot. The poll, I mean, the polls. Look, if there's one thing that I have known since 2012, if the Republicans are on the right side of what to do and the media with the 24 news network service that we don't need, when they start reporting on polls showing that the Republicans are in a bad situation, even though they're on the right side, Republicans start hearing that crap. And then they'll be like, oh, well, okay. We don't want to look bad. Knowing that they're going to look bad, however, whatever their decision. I mean, Mitch McConnell's two, two decisions yesterday, Democrats are like, yep, he cave. He cave. Even though, again, I understand how some people think that he caved, but he gave them more more time to cave. Um, he gave them more time to screw up their own self. Still saying that Republicans weren't going to jump on board. He still said that we're not we're not jumping on board. I mean, if look, if y'all want to do it yourself, you can do it yourself. We give you more time to hang yourself, but if I mean, but if you're going to do it, y'all do it, you know. But no, I I mean I agree with Hutch is that the government should be shut down. It it should be shut down every time that they threaten because honestly the American people is getting tired of. Actually, most people are like, Psh, man, I don't care, I don't even care, I don't even care. But look at where we are. Look at what we're doing. Every single time that we've been through this, how many times have we been through this? 10, many? 15, 20? Yeah. Every time. Our debt goes up. Yeah. There's no plan. Right. What, what was it? 7.8 trillion. You know what that means, folks? That means when we pay back 7.8 trillion dollars, yeah. we're officially broke. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're broke. Yeah. You're oh. right. We're not on the good side of the line. We're, we're at zero. Right. And you said we've we been through this back. 10 times. And every time we go more. through this. It goes up more. higher. More. Right. Higher. It goes up higher. 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 So I guess my question is, why did Mitch McConnell cave and do this? If he knows the end result anyways, he should have just let it implode on them. Because the end result for Mitch McConnell is money in his pocket. Right. So if here's my question. Were the Democrats given the conservatives or the Republicans more time if it was something that would help them? No. This is our problem. Yep. This is our biggest problem. It rarely happens this way, though. Right. And he said, why? He said, because now we have divided government. Before, mm-hmm. the Republicans were just Democrat light, and the people out here in the street didn't know that. Right. And Democrats, Myself included. Democrats would never threaten to shut down the government like that. No. No. They have not. I mean, they- unless, unless it was the Republicans doing it. And then they... Right. Show the picture of Paul Ryan pushing the old dude off the cliff. And right, all that. that way, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but have you ever seen the Democrats run away from raising, raising the debt? No. They're no. all, you know, something for doing it. Something else that they do, you know, they keep talking about, and Mitch McConnell is famous for this, like reaching across the aisle and yeah. getting the job done. Yeah. Name me one time that any Democrat body has ever compromised to the right. I can't remember. It's never happened. I can't remember. Because the right are not good salespeople. Well, it's not just that, but the the right. (laughs) There's a lot more to it. The Republican Party is in there to control the decline. We're in there. The official business of the Republican Party, the GOPE, is in there to move the country to the left at a slow rate to the point where we don't notice it. And it's called food feeding. Now, it's supposed to be. Checks and balances. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the forefathers put in place checks and balances. That's why you only have three branches of government not, and not four. You need you, you need an offset, okay? Um, uh, Congress, Senate, House, you're supposed to have an off- Senate, House, President, you're supposed to have an offset somewhere. 
to make sure that the decisions that are being made is for the American people, period. There is no checks and balances anymore. There's a compromise or stagnant. There's compromise, no budget. No, no budget. We can't, you can't, you can't bring out a document and tell me where the money went. Nope. And that's well, by and design. It, and oh, it, well, it that, frustrates well, me that we have to... Sense. It frustrates me that we have to talk about this to December now and forget about what's happening in Af- Afghanistan. Not we, but the mainstream media. I, I and I'll be honest with you, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about this budget because we all know it's going to get passed anyways. You know, I think that way too much time is dedicated to it because yeah. all this is just a big bitch fest on on how much money's being spent. But guess what? The 13 dead troops are still dead. COVID's still running rapid down there at the border. We're getting illegal immigrants in everywhere. It's just a matter of time until somebody gets their head blown off by a terrorist attack. And we're all, but we, but everybody's complaining about the budget and Mitch McConnell and how they're going to put us underwater when it comes to money. Well, I'll tell you who's probably going to put us underwater first. It's those Afghanis that hate us, or it's the southern border that's coming up with new variants. It's Joe Biden. I get it with the debt ceiling. That's great. But they're trying to get our mind off of everything else that is going on right now. We've got cargo that can't even get in to our ports right now. We're, we're not going to have food on shelves. This does affect people that haven't stocked up for two to three months. Hutch just said right before the show about how Christmas is going to be stark. You're going to have to go into stores and pick and try to find out what you have. We've got mandatory vaccines for people who don't need it. They're getting ready to approve it for five to 11 year olds. God knows what's even in it. Now they're saying it's fetal. And again, 13 dead troops. No one has mentioned it in in 10 days. And here we are talking about money, not us, the mainstream media. And what about the people that are in prison in Washington, DC for eight months since January 6th? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, no charges just in there. That's Gestapo stuff, man. That's not, Enemy combatants, they take right. You know, do they have hoods over their heads? <laughs> yeah. You know. So Mitch McConnell, he yeah, he, he he did a perfect power play for the Democrats. Yeah, let's stretch this out to December. Let's stretch this out till twenty twenty two midterms, so that way no one thinks about Afghanistan and COVID and the vaccine mandates and the thirteen dead troops. Let Just me talk more money. Let me add too. I mean, um, I came across this video yesterday. And uh, we get ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. But I came across this video yesterday about the vaccine and why a lot of black Americans aren't getting the vaccine. Prepare yourselves for this. Dear white liberals, 28% of black Americans aged 18 to 44 years old are vaccinated in New York, meaning The vaccine passports deny over 72% of the black community their services. Since you think voter ID is racist, you must surely think that vaccine passports are as well. But you don't. Instead, you want to demonize everyone who refuses the COVID-19 vaccine. So let me tell you exactly why the black community is the most resistant to this vaccine. Let's go back to a time when the government decided that the blacks would be used as guinea pigs without their knowledge. From 1932 to 1972, the government conducted the infamous Tuskegee experiment on black men in an attempt to understand the effects of syphilis. Participants were told that they were being treated for bad blood. We were lied to. From 1965 to 1966, the government conducted experiments on prisoners, the majority of them being black, to understand the effects of Agent Orange. Prisoners were told that this was simply dermatology research. We were lied to. From 1960 to 1971, the government conducted Cold War radiation experiments on poor black cancer patients in an attempt to gain an understanding on how much radiation the human body could take. Patients were told that this would help cure their cancer. Once again, we were lied to. The list of atrocities and deceit goes on. Yet, white liberals seem to think that they know what's best for us. The truth is, black Americans have authority over our own bodies, not you. We're tired of being controlled, manipulated, and lied to. The bottom line is this. We truly won't know the effects of this vaccine for at least a few years. After all that we've been through, we are allowed to be skeptical. So my question to you, white liberals, is why are you applauding forced vaccinations on those who don't trust it, on those who come from a lineage of trauma due to dark history? 
I thought Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Charles, thanks a lot. Wow. My pillow is our sponsor, Marith. I want to thank them for um, allowing us to push their products. Make sure that you visit mypillow.com forward slash radio specials. There's a little button when you go to my pillow. Um, if you scroll down, it says radio specials, radio specials. Make sure that you click on that for many, many discounted products. Uh, that and remember the holidays are the holidays are on their way. We're asking you pick out five people, whether friends or family, pick out five people that you want to um, do something for and go to my pillow and hook them up, man. Hook them up. You use my code Wayne on the phone number 1-800-544-8939. You can get over there and say, okay, I want to get them some pillows or I want to get them a weighted blanket or I want to get, I want to get my kids in college a mattress topper. You know, that's what you need to do. Well, considering the cargo ships probably aren't going to be here by Christmas, you might only be able to get in interstate. I mean, you might only be able to get some things, you know, that travel from Minnesota to your state other than out of the country. So if you want to get Christmas gifts and you want to get them quickly, order now. That is probably yeah. my best advice to you. Yeah. Mm. Christmas now? It's, I mean, it's not even Halloween well, yet. Well, you order now, <laughs> you'll get it in two weeks, you'll wrap it, and then you don't have to worry about it in November when they tell you that there's nowhere to get any gifts anymore. Remember, Kamala said that. She said, do you I do Christmas, I Christmas shop on Christmas Eve myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I good do. luck. Good luck this year. Take us with you. Tell I'm us going to store. I'm going to Holly. <laughs> <laughs> good good stuff cheap isn't that what's isn't that what their that, slogan yeah. is Harbor Freight, i'll get everybody a little screwdriver <laughs> there you go. and then stop at my pillow order some towels there you go Pillows. there you go all right ladies and gentlemen we are getting ready to roll out of here um let's see last thoughts leah well I was going to pull it up. I wanted to show you guys a picture or something, but now I guess I won't. Um, the Fauci movie is coming out. Mm. I think it was out yesterday. And you're going to see a lot more of him. And he wants to ruin your Christmas. We were just talking about Christmas. He wants to ruin your Christmas. He backpedaled and said, well, no, I, you know, you can go out. I, I'm very concerned with this 5 to 11-year-old group. They just came out today and said they are going to push it for approval, for emergency use only. I know all of you in the audience have grandkids or you have kids yourself. I know every one of you are somehow are touched by children in your life. I really want you to look into this before you do it. My biggest concern is the side effects years from now with these poor little children when it comes to being able to get pregnant or different cancers. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am just saying this has been out on the market for less than a year. And now we want to put it into the arms of five to 11 year olds. This concerns me. You guys are parents. Wouldn't you be worried if your children were under the age of 11 to put the shot into their arm? Just please take a look at it because it's coming by Halloween. It is in my opinion, red October and not for a good reason. I'm very afraid for these children. Just pray for them. Touch. Joe Biden didn't withdraw from Afghanistan. He brought Afghanistan to Wisconsin. <laughs> out in Sparta, Wisconsin, a town of 10,000 people outside of Fort McCoy, they brought 13,000 military-age male Afghans. And guess how we got these Afghans? Because these are not the people that worked with the United States military and State Department. These are people that the Taliban selected to come into the airport and get flown out. We left all those people behind. I pray for you, Sparta, Wisconsin. I mean, these people are seventh century people. They don't know what a toilet is. They don't use toilet paper. Please don't shake anybody's hand out there, folks. Mm -hmm. say. Have a great weekend. And um, hopefully pray for your local law enforcement. Um, if uh, if you have been defunded, 
continue, never cease praying for your local environment. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully y'all will get a police officer like this. Recording me makes you feel safer. That's fine. I support you in doing that. But here's what's going to happen next. You're going to do me a favor and I'm going to do you a favor so we can both go on about our day. What favor can I do for you? You're going to slow it down when passing through here. We got a lot of traffic. I'm going to rip that Biden-Harris bumper sticker off the back of your car so people don't think you're an idiot.